am your host, Gurinder Paul Singh. I am bringing you guys another episode, a very special episode this month, um, talking and joined with uh, some amazing folks. I'll let them introduce themselves here in a bit. Um, I I think this is almost, we're coming to, I think this is our 12th episode. So it's been almost a year since we've started this journey. Uh, again, I just want to say thank you to all the Sangats and all the audience members that tune in every month uh, are showing the support. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. And we hope to take the podcast to better, uh, to keep growing every episode. Um, we're only as better as we keep getting better. Um, I I always want to keep going forward, even though we got to this point. Uh, I There's a lot that I can still learn as a host and also just as as a person. So that's why I, I really want to keep going and make sure this podcast can reach more folks and and just become a bigger platform for, for anybody to come and voice their opinions. Because at the end of the day, all the guests, all the amazing guests we've had so far are, are part of the youth, have grown up uh, more or less in, in the California region. Um, and they've had a, amazing insight for having being considered the youth because sometimes the youth gets pushed aside in most conversations in the community. And that's why this podcast was built is to give those youth that are usually pushed aside a voice. And um, I'll, with that, I just want to introduce, uh, I'll let them introduce themselves, but um, Jasmine, uh, you can introduce yourself and just talk a little bit about yourself, your like your um, your club as well that you're representing today. Um, to today's episode, we are joined by members of other Sikh clubs at UC Davis. Uh, myself representing the JMC here at UC Davis. And then Jasmine, you can introduce yourself in the club that you're representing today. Hi, my name is Jasmine. I'm a fourth year pharmaceutical chemistry major and I am a co-president at Sick Cultural Association. Awesome, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and Harjit, if you can, I know uh, you're representing two clubs so you can introduce yourself and, and give the rundown of <laughs> which clubs you will be speaking for today. My name is Harjeet and I am representing Bhagat Purun Singh Health Initiative, otherwise known as Dipshi at UC Davis. And then I'm also representing Nishkam Seva at UC Davis. Awesome. And thank you for joining us, uh, joining us as well. Um, I, we had uh, SCA held a general meeting for all clubs um, now almost two weeks ago now. Um, that is where I got the idea of this month's episode was just trying to build. I think Davis is very unique with how they've had a very welcoming community uh, community for the Punjabi folks. Uh, I think that's something that really attracted me when I was looking to transfer a couple of years back when I was transferring from my community college. I was uh, that was something that stuck out for me when I was when I chose Davis. And when I got here at Davis, I could really see that 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 it's not just something that's being said, but it actually is something that's real. Um, I know some campuses is unfortunately that's not the case. And so that's why I'm just super grateful and, and super happy that you guys both um, took the time out of your guys' schedule to join and talk about not only your guys' clubs, but also help out and be on this podcast and help us out as well. Um, like I said, I this is the JMC Chronicles. I've talked about Jakarta a lot. We had a whole episode about Jakarta. So I'll be 
giving bits and pieces about JMC, but this this episode is really for our guests to speak about their initiatives and their clubs. Um, and I just want to start with Harjeet. I just wanted to say, like, um, I know you're, again, representing two clubs, but if you want to start off with uh, Bipshi, you can talk about, um, like, what's your board position and, like, what Bipshi is a little bit, like, giving a little bit of info, of background info. And you can talk a little bit about, like, the overall, like, organization as well behind it instead of just only the club as well. Sure. Um, so, like I mentioned, I am the president this year for Bibchi. Um, so most of us know us for our clinics that we do at the different Gurdwari in the you know Sacramento, Northern California region. Um, we also do many you know health education events and presentations along with other amazing awareness events for the community. So Bibchi actually started uh, like the whole organization of Bibchi started in 2010 or 2011 when a group of amazing undergraduates decided that they wanted to address the health of the underserved Punjabi community. Um, so they started with mobile clinics at different Gurdwari and in honor of Bhagat Gurdwari Singh Ji, you know, and his selfless service, Bibshi came into existence with the mission of keeping his uh, legacy of seva alive. So we provide basic healthcare screenings and, you know, general health, nutrition advice, everything is student run. So all the students who are very passionate about health of the community, they come out to advocate together. Um, we work to fight heart disease, diabetes through health education events. We also promote youth advancement. So we've done different bullying presentations because we understand that that's something many of our youth face in the schooling system here. Um, we also educate our members as to how they can best serve the needs of the Punjabi you know, population. So many times we'll do social justice events, talking about issues in the community. And um, overall, Bikshi, you know, it's just a wonderful platform to be able to advocate for the health of anyone um, not just Punjabi folks, but we do, you know, emphasize on that. And thankfully, unfortunately, we have a Bipshi chapter at every UC. Uh, we also have expanded to some CSUs and a few outside of California. So um, I'm very honored to be here today to talk about Bipshi and also Pogat Budin Singh Ji. Yeah, and, and please, uh, the honor is all ours for having you guys come and taking, again, taking the time out of your guys' busy schedules, because I know how busy it can get around this time. Like I have midterms, so I know how busy I am. So I can only be so thankful for you guys' time. Uh, Jasmine, I, I, I'll let you talk a little bit about um, SCA and your board position and how SCA came to be a little bit and like maybe talk a little bit about like the organization behind it as well. Hi, so as I mentioned before, I am a co-president at SCA. And at SEA, we're kind of just a club that tries to bridge the gap between the Sikh and Punjabi community on campus. So we do a lot of cultural and religious events to kind of have people have their like subject out, but also have like, you know, religious events and be connected. Um, one of the reasons we came to be, especially with Kirtan Nights, is like the closest Gurdwaras in Sacramento, not all of us have cars or able to go. And most of us obviously are not at home and we can't celebrate holidays or spend time with our family and connect with our culture. So it came about to meet that need. Our parent organization is United Sikh Movement, which also like um, they're, the, they're the parent org for other Sikh student associations. So we'll have conferences with them and Overall, it's just a very collaborative environment with all the other six student associations at the other UC, CSU, and out-of-state campuses. Um, awesome. I, I think uh, 
for and then Harji, if you want to talk about the other club that you're representing and talk a little bit about that club and um, your involvement in that club as well. Definitely. So the other club is Nishkam Seva at UC Davis. Nishkam means desireless or selfless. So this is a you know community service organization on campus, and we primarily focus on you know the Sikhi principle of Seva, giving back to the community. Um, I actually started the club with my twin brother, so I'm the co-founder and also the current vice president. Um, so some history about you know why Nishkam Seva. In 2019, so this was before the pandemic, we were thinking of finding a way to bring awareness about a nonprofit based in India um, called Nishkam Sikh Welfare Council. And we also wanted to find a meaningful way for you know, students on campus to give back not only to the local community, but also the global community. There was always something inside of me that like, you know, we're doing so much for people here, but I'd love to also somehow help the youth there or, you know, give back to the people in, you know, Punjab and India. So like I said, I first learned about Nishkam Sikh Welfare Council in actually 2017 during a high school, um, you know, during high school when we went out to the Gurdwara and I saw their stall there, I saw all, the, all their sevadars and, you know, most of them were elderly and they were still so determined to find a way to help, you know, the cause for this nonprofit. And something that really stuck out to me was the fact that they advocated for seva irrespective of caste, religion, or creed. And, you know, I think that uh, definitely symbolizes something that we've learned through our religions or Sikhism. And it really stuck out to me. So we wanted to bring that same theme and passion here at UC Davis, um, definitely connecting with the youth, seeing that there's so many people who are passionate to give back to society. And um, that's when Nishkam started. So like I said, right before the pandemic, um, we actually ended up doing our first official year with members online. So we're very excited to be in person this year and actually start doing more in-person events. So that's a little bit about Nishkam and our parent organization is Nishkam Sikh Welfare Council. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know that you were a co-founder. That's something I just, I just, I just found out, which is like, it's awesome. Right. Um, I think that's really, I think that's really, really awesome. I think uh, for, for JMC, uh, I, I can speak a little bit about what Jakarta is. If you haven't to, if you haven't listened to our um, all about the Jakarta movement podcast episode, um, it is in the, it's, it'll be listed in the description. So please go and check that out. You'll get a lot more info about what Jakarta is as a whole. Um, but Jakarta is a, a nonprofit organization in California that helps um, not only call collegiate students into becoming leaders, but also high school um, students. Um, me personally, I was in SHSS, which is our Sikh Honors and Service Society. Um, we had, uh, I think, a, a, an episode two episodes ago where uh, Gurleen and uh, Amrit had joined me and there too, uh, that had just graduated. So it's a very like Jakarta is, and that's just one aspect, right? That's me speaking my personal, uh, but Jakarta does a lot of um, work outside of that. And especially in COVID-19 times, giving resources to our community is another big one because not only did the Punjabi community not know how to battle COVID, uh, nobody knew how to battle COVID. And I don't, I still think people are still figuring that out, right? Um, so we try to just, wherever we can help, we we try to help. And that same goes for our JMC here at Davis. Uh, we try to help out wherever we can. And also we help out other clubs. I know last year there was a lot of, um, we collabed a lot with a lot of clubs last year. Um, I know SCA invited us to so many um, cruel opportunities last year. 
and we're so thankful and again that's i think that's something that makes davis stands out uh stand out it's just all the clubs here want to help each other and they're supportive of one another um and i think that's really key to building something and that's why this this i mean honestly this episode is only like can prove that even more it's just how much there's a community within the community here at davis right um so Harji, you can talk i wanted to dive a little bit into like um Bipshi because me I I I'm from Sacramento and um I actually was a part of a Bipshi workshop uh, that was held at the one of the Gordoy uh, around uh, my house um so that was my first time interacting with Bipshi um just dive a little bit into like how the workshops go and like what those workshops are and like what Bipshi does like a little bit more hands-on approach in terms of that if you if, if you understand what I'm trying to ask um, for me, I think that was the first time I saw something like that happen and seeing my parents like go through it. It was like, it was one, it was really funny for me, but I also was like, this is very like crucial for a community. So if you wanted to talk about like a little bit more like hands-on approach, what, what she does, because I think it's really awesome personally, um, the work that they do. Definitely. And I absolutely agree with you. That's what drew me to, to Bipshi when I first started a few years ago. Um, but like you said, so um, Bipshi is definitely hands-on in two aspects, the mobile clinics and the workshops. So to start off with the workshops, uh, we do different workshops on different health-related topics. And I'm guessing you might have seen the exercise workshop where we, you know, facilitate all the elderly and all, you know, the children, anyone who wants to come out to uh, try out different exercises. We talk about how to do them correctly, why you should do them. Oftentimes, you know, just simple stretches are, um, you know, underlooked in our community. And we really want to emphasize the daily everyday habits that people can adapt in their lifestyles to avoid long-term chronic illnesses in the future. Um, so all the Bixi, you know, volunteers will come together, prepare a presentation. Then we go out to the different Gordoire. We talk to the committee members if we're able to do a presentation on that day. Typically, they're either Saturdays or Sundays. So we do them on the weekends. And it's very fun, very interactive. I, I know the elderly love it. Uh, you know, they love to be with the, ch the students. The children love coming out too. Um, the other one that we do a lot is the bullying presentation. So I think that's very impactful and powerful for our community because there is such a high incidence of bullying in, you know, sick youth. So we talk to them that, you know, they're not alone in what they experience in schools. We try to keep it interactive. Uh, I know in the past we've done like a little skit. So we've acted out. You know, a situation asking, you know, children to identify what's wrong in the situation, how would they, you know, react in the future. So those are some of the workshops we've done. We are definitely looking forward to doing those more this year because of uh, the pandemic, we weren't really able to come out. So I'm excited for that. And then in terms of the mobile clinics, which a lot of, you know, people see us at the mobile clinics, we take basic um, health screenings. So vitals such as blood pressure, blood glucose, um, oxygen saturation, BMI. And it's also really fun. Um, I've served as a scribe a couple of times and registration assistant. So I've been able to talk to, like I said, many of the elderly. You find out a lot about their, you know, life history. They love sharing, talking about, you know, how they've come to America. So um, it's very, very enjoyable, very hands-on. Um, I hope that answered your question about the interactive element. Yeah, no, uh, like, again, um, I think that's really awesome because I just, I saw it firsthand and I yeah. was just like, it's, it's just so cool. Uh, because it was something that I'd never seen before, right? And it was like, even though there were like basic stretches that like we, like me growing up here, I knew like the basic stretches to do, but like, but like seeing like my parents go through that, it was a little bit like more like, okay, this is not just basic for everybody, right? And I think yeah, that's something oh, yeah. that's that's like really important. Um, 
And I, I think also like the, the, you touched upon like the bullying aspect of um, like our community, like there is a big issue of bullying. And uh, I do in the future want to do an episode of, around that a little bit more, because I think that's where a lot of like mental health issues arise. And I don't think either or are addressed properly in our community, which is unfortunate um, because I think, I think bullying, like for me, um, I, I didn't keep my case and, and my surup until I was a senior in high school. And that was, again, I wanted to do it for a long time, but because I was scared into the bullying aspect, I was like, I was like, I didn't want to deal with that. And so for me, I, I, I shunned, I, I was scared for so many years, not even getting bullied, but the, the fear of getting bullied. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I just think that's very like another key aspect. And I know like, there's a lot of like, young kids that suffer through this. And I think that's really amazing that you guys do that because I don't, I don't think our parents, some parents don't understand what like that kind of those things kind of happen. They think like, Oh, they go to school and like nothing happens to them at school, but it's very much a prominent thing. And um, I, it's just, it's amazing that you guys do that. And I think, um, yeah, it's for me, like even me speaking about my personal, it's like, it's tough. So I can, and I'm, 21 years old right and so like I can just imagine a 10 year old 11 year old or a 12 year old trying to like even put their struggle into words at that age is just even more difficult for them so um I just wanted to say that um Jasmine I just wanted to add, turn it to you a little quickly um you touched on about like Girta Nights and and I know the closest Gordwara to um to Davis here is West Sac Gordwara is I think geologically the closest one um and i just you touched upon like the kirtan night is like trying to bring that aspect of like okay if we can't if not everybody can make it out to the gurdwara we can at least try to connect with um bani in some aspect and i think that's a really like amazing thing and if you want to talk a little bit about like how those go and like how that event those events came to be and like how they are um, hopefully again, I know like last year we were in COVID, so it was difficult to do those in person, but like how those are going to be, how those go actually. So for our Girta nights, uh, typically nor- during a normal year, we host them in West Village, but this year we won't be doing that just because, um, West Village is like theater room and all of that is closed. So we'll be hosting them on campus. Um, our Girta nights were initially made when around 10-ish years ago when they realized that a lot of uh, students can do kirtan and a lot of other students want to listen to kirtan and have that like sangat mahor in a sense and so essentially our kirtan nights they're twice a quarter and we um, will have like our refreshment or our lunger is generally pizza Um, we have had like uh moms sometimes make dajol for us stuff like that you know but it's just about two hours of rara skirtan anansab and then we do our das and it's just trying to unify our sick community on campus unify us as a sangat so that we can all sit there and then afterwards people talk about their classes their midterms what's going on it provides a community safe space that almost like at a gurdwara where you know like the uncles all sit after we're drinking jaw and talk about lives. We as students sit after the night and talk about what's going on, what's happening, and any help we need. 
we actually do have one coming up. But like you said, during COVID, we couldn't do them. We actually did have an opportunity to do a cross SSA Girta night that um, we did with Sac State and then um, University of Washington. So that was really interesting because we were able to cross state boundaries to do that Girta night. But um, yeah. I think, um, so you said the next one will be, you said Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, so that would be, I believe, what's the date? The 19th. Okay, so Tuesday the 19th. Um, I'm sure you guys post about it on your guys' Instagram, which will also be in the description. Um, but also, if you guys can make to that, um, I will try my best to make it to there. Uh, if you're in Davis location, uh, I definitely recommend going because I just think it's a good way even like now especially with midterms coming like coming fast it's just a good break to have from just staring at your notes or staring at just think constantly thinking about school and stuff I think it's a great uh a great space and it's amazing that like that was the goal and the objective and it's just like it's turned into so like such an amazing thing because like even before I joined here at Davis I was obviously talking to a couple friends that were already here at Davis and they were talking, telling me about it. And it was just like, it was just amazing to hear that those types of events are being held because I think you said, you talked about a little bit about like SCA's goal of trying to bridge the gap between the like Sikhi as, as our, as our religion, but also like Punjabi as our, as our culture, um, trying to bridge that gap, which I know that that gap exists and it's like very hard to like bridge those two things together. But I think this is an amazing, amazing event to try to link those two, like those two together, because I think I, when you um, think about like Sikhi and Punjabi, you almost think of those two things almost as hand to hand. And I think for some people, like college can be like a very difficult time, especially like moving out. And especially like now, like like you said it, right? The, the nearest Gordara is very far, like not far, but it's, it's pretty far from here. And if you don't have a car, it's going to be nearly impossible for you to try to go there um so like bringing that some aspect of, of Sikhi to the campus and holding events like that is like it's crucial um and Harji I just wanted to come back and ask you about like what are some events I know you said Nishkam is a very um new club to UC Davis and I know like last year during COVID it was a little bit difficult to do some in person but like what is like a typical event that that Nishkam wants to do and like is a uh, wants to do basically um yes okay i'll take that on <laughs> um so i guess i'll share a little bit about the goals of our club so that um, it gives a better picture of how we operate um so like i said before the goals are to serve both the local and global community so everything we do is student-run service projects uh fundraisers so we have fundraised for nishkam india or other nonprofits in the past to keep their projects funded we also organize professional development workshops. So we've had you know, a leadership workshop. We invite guest speakers from the community. Um, currently we operate as two teams. So we have the local service team and the global health literacy team. So the local service team will do projects ranging from our tutoring program, which we started last year during the pandemic, um, realizing that you know, many parents might be struggling with their students at home, getting them to adjust to Zoom school. Um, we you know, started this tutoring program. We had about you know, a dozen students enrolled, a dozen tutors. It worked out really well. And it was nice to give back to the community in that way. Um, and then the global health literacy team, we work directly with Nishkam India to teach uh, different uh, health education topics and bring awareness to students. Uh, right now from Sri Mukhtar Sai Punjab. 
And we, you know, we hope in the future to expand more um, projects for the global community. Um, in terms of, you know, what is something that we're looking for in this year? So we definitely want to do some more service service events in person. So, uh, you know, longer distributions, going out to homeless shelters or even animal shelters, giving back in that sense too. Um, in the past, we in the past year we were able to do our own 5K fundraiser called Nishkam's Positive Start to 2021. So it was a way of, you know, bringing the community together, especially after the pandemic. Um, and like I said, we've also had a variety of different guest speakers. So Malika Gore from the Sikh Family Center came in. We had different women Sikh professionals to come in and inspire students who are considering STEM fields, especially, you know, women in our community. Um, Dr. Jasmine Singh talked about mental health um, in the community. Um, and then, like I said, we had the uh, Nishkam tutoring program. We also worked on a mental health initiative, which we are planning to continue on for this year. Um, so basically, Nishkam projects can range from anything online to in-person. Obviously, we did the online nature, but we are very, very open to anything. Um, of course, we just keep that main theme of service and selfless service from Nishkam Sikh Welfare Council. Yeah, and um, thank you so much for sharing, right? Uh, and thank you both you guys for sharing. Um, and I honestly think, and I can talk a little about um, the JMC, our Jakarta Movement chapter. Um, one of our events that we started last year is this podcast that you uh, you guys are all listening to this uh, right now. And which is for me, again, um, I had this idea two years ago. I didn't get a chance to start it until I got to Davis and joined JMC. And I was able to give, I was given the, the necessary tools basically to start. And so that was something that um, we started last year. But um, we also held, uh, we also hold discussions. Uh, again, I am a big, big advocate for for letting, creating safe spaces for people because I just feel like in the Punjabi community that's like, that's not there's that doesn't exist. That's like some certain extent, like you just can't be open about your feelings if you're even if you're a core or a sing, right? If you're in a sing, if you're a sing and you try to go into a safe space and try to talk you're almost like told to like, okay, why are you opening up? And like for gores, it's like, they can't open up because it's looked down for them to like not look strong. So it's like, there's this for us and uh, for JMC as a, as a whole, we try to have these, create these discussion uh, and spaces for, for folks to come in and, and just talk about what they want to talk about. I know last year we did uh, a, a, specific one around um, the Kassan rally for some people and the, the Morcha is like for some people to open up about that. We don't know like each individual person's family and how they're struggling through those, um, through what was happening and what's still happening to this day. Um, so it's just like, that was a great, that was a great space for folks to just come and, and one get knowledge about the what's happening, but also just, talk about how they feel right and we can dive a little bit more into like last year's projects um that was actually the the next thing i was going to go dive into was just i know last year with covid19 and the pandemic is difficult for everyone um for me again my personal story um i transferred to davis last year and my whole entire my first year at davis was all on zoom and all online um it was difficult right it was just it was something brand new to me but also like transferring to Davis was also brand new to me. Uh, I was trying to learn the quarter system, but like the quarter system online, which is like even worse. Um, so it's just, I know like last year was a struggle, but I think um, I can speak for the, the JMC again. Uh, we tried to do the, as much as we could. Uh, we tried new, new events. We tried new avenues. 
Again, this podcast is a prime example of trying something new. Uh, last year, we even even though it was the pandemic, we in a safe manner we we created care packages for the children's uh, hospital here in Davis, and we we give uh, care packages to the hospital because they're also going through so much already. And on top of that, with adding COVID, it's just like it's even gets even worse for them. Uh, and then in around the November time, we had a, such a soldiers when. We get together, uh, we, we prepare food, and then we take it uh, to downtown SAC or anywhere, and we try to give back to the home, uh, the homeless or the ones that need it the most. Around this time when it's cold, um, getting hot, a hot meal and hot food is it's sometimes a struggle for them. So that's why last year, even though it was the pandemic, we, we try to do our best. Uh, RG, I'll, I'll start with you again, and we'll start with Bipshi again. Um, just talk through a little bit of like a couple things that Bipshi did last year, um, things that maybe were new that you guys tried out now last year because of it was the COVID time, but like other also other events that you guys put on. Um, sure. Um, so like I mentioned before, we weren't able to do any of our clinic screenings in person. So as a result, we didn't have any of the mobile clinics. Um, we do partner with a lodge clinic, which is actually another clinic for the Punjabi population. And we have our members go out to a lodge clinic um, at Capital Six Center. So fortunately, they were still running um, and we had some, you know, board members who were able to go out. Um, so there was that element of our clinics that we had going on. Um, but primarily, most of our work was for the committees. So we have uh, five committees, the Health Education Committee, the EMR Committee, Finance, Follow-up and Social Justice Committee. Uh, so to touch on a little bit of what some of those did, um, the Health Education Committee, we worked on presentations on different health topics. Um, we actually partnered with SCA in the beginning of the year to do a mental health presentation. So just talking about mental health during the pandemic for students, um, it was a safe space for anyone to you know, join in to hear some tips about how to take you know, uh, care of oneself during this time. We also did um, you know, EMR work. So our EMR committee worked on analyzing data trends. So we had our clinic data. So it was really nice for them to use that time to actually look at what you know, health trends are in our community. What should we focus more um, for our health education presentations? Finance, we always have fundraisers. Fundraisers are always really fun because we can give back to the community. We also use those funds for our clinics. Um, and then the follow-up committee, they made some new uh, projects. So one was sending out little postcards to our patients who come out and it was just like some reminders um, and also just a nice way to think of them. So they were able to reach out to that population and check in on them. And then the social justice committee, they did a lot of work for the farmers protest, um, you know, getting that, I remember our social justice lead had gotten that published in the Aggie newspaper and getting, you know, more information out there. They also did some literature reviews on social justice topics that aren't really talked about in our community. So just laying that foundation so that this year, even if we are back in person, we have projects that our committee can work on. Um, and then we ended the year with a Bipshi banquet, which was fun. So we had an opportunity for our members to hear from the doctors to help out um, you know, with their mobile clinics or a lodge clinic. And it was just a nice way to conclude the year online. Yeah. Um... I just want a, a quick follow up. Uh, you you spoke about that there's like the five subcommittees of Bixi and all the amazing events that each one of them and like the projects that each one of them uh, do. Uh, you also mentioned a large clinic. Um, if you don't mind, if you can share a little bit more about that, because I um, again I was at the meeting that the general meeting that SCA held for all of us uh, two weeks ago now, 
And that was something that stood out to me because I, I honestly before then didn't know that the clinic like was, was existed. Uh, and I think this is like a, that clinic is a very important thing and should be talked about and should be out there a little bit more. Um, just because I didn't know it doesn't mean that nobody knows it. So if you just want to talk a little bit about, about that, um, go ahead. See, because I, I just think it's an amazing, amazing thing. I just want you to touch up upon that a little bit more. For sure. And I agree with you. It is uh, definitely an amazing clinic, amazing initiative. So a Lodge Clinic was started a few years ago, actually, when I started UC Davis my freshman year. And it was started by, um, I believe, some Bipshi volunteers and the prior president. So they laid the foundation to have an on-site clinic um, because Bipshi, as you know, is a mo- we do mobile clinics. So we take all of our stuff. We go out to the Gordore. We you know make our tables, our you know our stalls. Versus a Lodge Clinic is you know at Capital Six Center. There's one site for people to come in, and that's you know what the goal is, so that patients have one place where they can get help. Versus us, we go out to reach out to the patients. So we're providing care in two different ways. Um, and their, you know, their main uh, mission is to define healthcare from a sick perspective. So they work with dedicated volunteers to bring their own unique ideas to enrich their vision of um, healthcare and create relevant projects for the Punjabi speaking community. Like I said, they are, um, you know, they've existed for about three to four years, I believe. Um, again, I'm not 100% sure, but that's what I remember. And we have volunteers from Bibshi go out to a lodge clinic. So that's probably why um, you might not have heard of it because we work as a partner with them. And I know now they're working and expanding to recruit their own committee. So they're definitely doing some amazing work. And um, like I said, they're an on-site clinic at Capital Six Center. So anyone's welcome to come in. They have clinic on the last Saturday of the month, every month from 6 to 9 p.m. Yeah, I when I said that I, I didn't know, I was talking about like just in general, because I think um, for some for some folks, it's like going to the doctors is sometimes scary because it's just like the language barrier and just sometimes it just doesn't work out in terms of just going there. Like even my parents, they sometimes have a, like a struggle to go into the doctors because they just don't know like how to communicate what's wrong with them effectively with their doctor. And that, that scares them because they're just like they're going to have to go through all this and pay the fees and everything and not even like get better at the end of the day. So I think like having a clinic that's set for Punjabi folks is like an amazing resource. Uh, And I think it's a resource that should be expanded on as much as possible. And so that's why I think that's why I wanted you to talk a little bit more and expand a little bit more on that. Um, But I'll toss it over to you, Jasmine, now to talk a little bit about SCA's year last year uh, in terms of like, again, being online didn't help any of us, but how, how did SCA make the most of it and how did uh what were some takeaways and some events that you guys took from last year so um last year allowed us to collab with a lot of cool clubs like we collabed with Bipshi to do the mental health uh discussion and I personally found that really helpful like the little tips and tricks really helped get me through like studying and sitting at my computer for nine hours um we also hosted a Girtha night with Sac State and University of Washington that was over Zoom. And it was really interesting because we had Girthini from Philadelphia and California, Washington, just all over the country. And it was like over a hundred people just sitting like in this virtual little Zoom chat, listening to Girthin all together. And I think it was a very nice experience to see all this youth out there together. 
Um, we also did focus um, a lot, like our social media team, in getting word out about like the farmers' protests. We worked a lot on like amplifying, making post, uh, making flyers, having our club members be at those rallies, and just trying to spread word, just in general, like with anyone we knew. And so that was the main thing. Another thing that we did was our Vardashota program, which is a program we host every year for um, first and second year to be mentored with a third or fourth year. And I think during COVID, this was especially important because a lot of transfers, a lot of freshmen didn't get that support that they normally get on campus. So our Vardashota program, when we paired them with their mentors, um, most of them said that they did get help. They got to talk to someone about tests. They got to talk to someone about study habits, which they couldn't because they weren't in person. And then towards the end of spring quarter, we had a discussion with Gurpreet Johol, Jagdar Johol's brother. And um, if anybody isn't following his brother on Twitter, I would recommend you do just to get word out about the case and everything. But we did hold a discussion with him, and it was very, very informational. Um, I would say that one takeaway from that is that we cannot stop talking about Juggi. We need to keep talking about him in order to help him get out of prison. And then um, our last thing that we do, which is something we do every year, is our senior gifts. So it was really sad because we normally give them out our last year at the night, and we couldn't this year. We had to mail them out again. But um, we love giving back to our seniors. Like, you guys do such a good job. Like, you did a good job. You graduated, like, you know? So if you're a senior this year, remember to sign up. <laughs> um, I think I think that's, like, amazing. And I, I just want to tell like, the one thing that I want to highlight is just the, um, the amount of activism that I think happened last year um because everybody was online because everybody was sitting at home and you just go on your phone a lot or you just on your computer and you're online a lot um there was a lot of um activism shown by a lot of clubs in terms of trying to spread awareness about so many different um issues and i think that was especially key because in that day of like last year it could have been all swept under the rug because of like the limited amount of press that things get, especially in India. Uh, and on top of that, because it's COVID, it's obviously there's rules and regulations, right? And even here in in um, United States, because of COVID and being rules and restrictions, there's so much that we could do to try to raise awareness. But as all of, I mean, even I'll touch a little bit about JMC. JMC, we, we held, again, like I said, we held a discussion about solely about the the Kassan uh, Morcha, uh, the farmers protest, but also we try to make it to almost, uh, we try to make it to every um, car rally that happened and try to give any events that were happening, try to show up there because as, as many people can re- show up, the better, because there are, that actually shows numbers and there's, that shows that there's actually people, there's more than just a handful of people that are upset. There's a lot of people that are upset. So just showing showing numbers at the end of the day is does go a long way, but building on that is where um, the difficulties come. Is like how do you take? Okay, we did the Kassan rally. Like, what do we do now? What's the next step? And sometimes that's kind of just nobody tries to pick up the next step. And I think with coming back on campus a little bit more, 
Um, I think every club wants to try to take that next step and build activism, not just only for uh, the Kasan Morja, the primary protest, but also other issues in our community that need addressing and need more, um, more coverage and just be out there a little bit more. Um, but I'll, I'll throw it back to you, Harji, just to, just to talk about um, Nishkam Seba. And I know you touched on a little bit about the 5K run that you guys held and other events. Just anything else that stood uh, stood out to you being like a co-founder of the club and seeing like where it was going last year and like how much you guys did last year. Um, what stood out to you uh, from the club perspective, basically? Sure. Um, so I, I definitely think that Zoom was actually very helpful for us, even though we weren't able to do like, I guess, the traditionally planned and service uh, in-person Seva events, like, you know, giving out longer or going out to shelters. But we found other ways to impact the community in a positive manner. Um, so I had talked about the health literacy team that we have, and we started a Nishkam Health Ambassadors Program. So I really found that to be a meaningful experience for myself and for anyone who is part of that team or who, you know, who joins this year because we work directly with students in India. So you learn so much about their lifestyle. It's like, you know, we had like little uh, buddies or pen pals for, you know, that eight week period that we had the program running. Everyone who's in the program gets a stipend for participating and it really benefits those students because they do come from lower backgrounds, socioeconomic backgrounds. Um, and it was just very meaningful, I think, because they show so much respect. They really care about the program and to know that there's someone out there that appreciates our hard work and our passion for service, um, it really meant a lot. So we were able to do one batch over the um, pandemic. We actually, everything we have for the program is student made. So we had members last year help make pamphlets, flyers, videos, and we were able to do one batch of students um, earlier this year, actually 2021. So we started in January, ended in um, I think February or March. And we are actually now in our second batch of students. So we have about 30 students in India who joined from uh, Sri Mukser Saib Punjab. Um, it's like I said, very fun to just meet new people across the globe. Um, so that's one of our projects that worked really well over the pandemic. Um, and then I think like another thing that really stood out to me was just being able to work with people like other Nishkan volunteers to give back in, you know, India also, because we really wanted to help the farmers realizing it was cold. So we had a blanket drive for all of them. Uh, with the support of the, you know, the community, the Sangat here, we were able to raise about $1,500. And we actually were in contact with one of our board members, family member, who was able to go deliver them out personally. So we knew that the money was going where we wanted it to go and that we had an impact there. Um, and then wildfire season got really bad, you know, to start the pandemic. So we wanted to do something for that. And we put out, you know, boxes at different Gurdwari. We were able to collect all sorts of supplies. We had personal kits made, and then we delivered those out to different shelters. So those are some of the you know uh, events that we did over the pandemic, and also just smaller things like we did a letter writing program for seniors at a senior care home in Davis. Although we weren't able to expand you know much more outside of the pandemic for that program, but I just wanted to share that you know we're always welcoming new ideas and any sort of way to impact the community. Um, and then actually to also end because I know SCA in Jakarta was also part of this. We collaborated with sick clubs to raise money for the the. COVID crisis, if you all remember that. So that was really cool. Like, I think there was like six Punjabi clubs on campus that came together. And I think that was very successful. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna touch That was gonna be the next thing I, I kind of <laughs> talked about just because I just wanted to like, cap off like us recapping last year with with stuff that we did as, as a collective, because like I, I keep saying this and I keep repeating myself, but it's, we do have a very special thing here at Davis where everybody works together and works as one. Uh, I know that fundra that fundraiser, I, know, I think 
honestly, every fundraiser that was was taken place last year, we all collaborated, we all posted about it, we all collected funds. Um, the the main the one the one that Harjit was just talking about was the COVID crisis one was when oxygen was not being readily available for those that were struggling uh, back in Punjab and India, and so. All, all the clubs uh, here at Davis, we decided to come together and try to raise as many as many funds as we can to try to give back and try to help that crisis. And uh, I think that was honestly that's that I think that was our last one of the, the last things that we did as at at the at the end of this year because I I believe it was like May June ish time. So that was almost literally the end of the year for for last year. And it was just an amazing way, in my opinion, to to end the school the school year last year was was just coming together as one big collective and helping out those that really need it, especially people that need it back in Punjab and India. Um, I know we we focus a lot of people here in Davis and the people here in Sacramento area and California, but also giving back to Punjab and giving back to India, like you guys both um, highlighted those two things. And I think that's very key as well is to keep in mind is that there are still people as much as there are people struggling here, there is people that are struggling back home and we can't forget about them. Um, I just want to say like now diving into maybe the future or the present really, um, Harjit, you can start again uh, with Bipshi and talk about what are some events that might be coming up here soon that Bipshi is, uh, that is, um, going to hold or any events that you guys have planned for this year that you got, you, you want to share about today? Yeah. So, um, right now we're actually in the process of recruiting new members, the application process interviews. So we don't have anything planned for the next few weeks. Like I know that SEA has the youth at night, but we do have, you know, bigger picture events planned. So once we have our members, we will be doing our mobile clinics. The plan is to do two to three mobile clinics this quarter. We still have to finalize, you know, the location, everything. It takes a lot of uh, behind the scenes work with the professionals, with the committees, at the Gurdwari. But the hope is to do the, um, you know, the local Sacramento ones, the West Sacramento, Bradshaw, maybe Groseville. So if you all see us out there, feel free to stop by and say hi. Um, we also are planning to do our fundraisers. So every quarter we make our, you know, our members engage in some sort of fundraising events that will happen for this quarter. We also do our outreach events. We invite speakers to discuss the health of our, you know, community. So like I said, we don't have anything specific planned yet because we're still in the application process. But now that we're back to being in person, we will definitely be doing more of these events, um, you know, in person and not online on Zoom. But I think, like I said, we're very, very excited to be back for a mobile clinic because it's the best part about Bibshi, in my opinion. <laughs> and to really be able to, you know, talk to the, all the Sangat members, it, it really warms, I think, all of the volunteers' hearts. Yeah, and I, I think hands, because of just, again, last year, COVID being online, going back and you're actually trying to interact with the community and just being hands-on is just going to be refreshing for so many people. And um, definitely can't wait because, again, like I said, the first time I ever heard about Bipshi was through my parents going through a like the basic exercise workshop. So and that that's really cool, and I can't wait for all that. Um, Jasmine, uh, in terms of SCA, like I, we, I think we've all talked about the keep the night that's coming up on Tuesday. Just one last time, you want to just tell like where that's being held, what time, um, and then any other events that might be coming soon after or even later in this quarter or this year. Yeah, of course. So um, it will the Kirtanite will be Tuesday, 7 to 10 p.m. at 
in the student community center in meeting room D. So that's going to be on the second floor. And if you can do Girtin, we'd love to have you there. Our next event is going to be like a vegetarian barbecue social at West Village on October 26th from 7 to 10 again. And right around that time, we have a deadline for our Vardashota program. So if you are a transfer student or a first year, please apply to be a Shota. If you are a second year transfer or a third, fourth year um, undergrad, please apply to be a Varda just to help provide mentorship to our students. In November, we will be having a discussion. Um, I believe it's on social justice. Uh, it will be on a Saturday, so look, people look out for those flyers. But yeah, those are the plan events that we have planned out. Um, thank you so much for sharing. Um, before I throw it back to Harjit to talk about Nishkam Seva next, uh, JMC, uh, we just held our first general meeting earlier this week. Um, for to everybody that, that showed up to that and came up to that, um, we really are thankful because just to see the, just to see the amount of people that did show up, and even for the general meeting that SCA held, like just seeing so many people back together, it was like surreal because I was just like, oh my god, like there there is like a there I was like there is such a big population of Punjabis here at Davis. And just seeing that in person instead of seeing that on Zoom was just like mind blowing a little bit to me. It like took me back a little bit when I was about to present at our general meeting. I was like, oh my God, there's so many people. Um, but in terms of like events, um, in November, we, we are planning to have a discussion. Um, the, the topic is yet to be decided, but the discussions, like I said, are, are discussions that we have about topics that are not being talked about in our community. Um, Maybe that's mental health, maybe that's alcoholism, or that might be any other like activism or youth voices that are um, gender equality and core empowerment. There's a lot of topics that we can discuss and we, we would love for as many people to, to come to those and just create a safe space. Um, again, unless we talk about our mental health, it, for me, I can like, last year was very tough and I've had years prior where like mentally it's been tough and until I just let it out for me personally, it's just, it's just, I can't like continue sometimes. Um, so if, by all means, if you're one of those people that just has to, has to have just let it all out and just have a space where people can care and listen to you, please um, come to those. Uh, and again, every month we post an episode for the JMC Chronicles. So if you, if you do have friends that you might think that might are interested in listening to podcasts, especially again, these topics, um, I know this, this episode was talking a little bit more about just the community building here at Davis and the clubs here at Davis, but all like there's episodes that we've like last episode, we talked about the Punjabi courses, which in, in one year of being offering, there's already an intro to Sikhi. There's already building the next steps are already being taken. Uh, so I definitely recommend um, sharing it with folks if you if you if you enjoy it yourself, and I think other people will enjoy it as well. Um, but Harjit, I'll pass it to you just to talk about Nishkam Seva uh, events that might be coming up here soon, or events that you guys have planned for later this year. Yeah, so uh, Nishkam Seva applications are actually still open; they close tomorrow. So we will be also going through the application process in the coming weeks to you know just finalize members to see who's. Uh, interested in joining. 
Um, however, like I mentioned, so our Nishkam Health Ambassadors Program second batch is happening right now. So once our members are uh, part of Nishkam, they will be running the program for us. So that's something for you know anyone who's interested in working with the global population. I highly recommend joining the health literacy team for that reason. Um, we also really want to continue our tutoring program because we saw the impact over COVID. And we just you know want to reach out to all those families where parents might need that additional help with their student. Um, so one of our plans is to reach out to the West Sacramento Charter School and to see if we can, you know, form some sort of an alliance or collaboration so that students, you know, the Punjabi students there can reach out to us if they need tutoring services. So that's something to look forward to. Um, and in general, like I mentioned for um, Bipshi, we also, we also do have like one fundraiser per quarter, a social, a general meeting. Of course, since we're still recruiting members, we have to uh, yet plan the dates and, you know, exactly when those will be, what they will be on. Um, but now that we're in person, we also hope to do, you know, one big Seva event per quarter. So something in person, like I said, it might be a longer distribution. It might be going out to the shelter. Also just based on, you know, what's going on in the world and where we see that we can help out in any small way. Yeah, um, I think I think that's amazing for both of you guys. Again, all the clubs that we're representing today, um, a total of four clubs. Um, I think the biggest thing just to take away is, again, is this we all of our clubs, we want to give back to our communities as much as possible. Uh, and I think here at Davis, again, we have collaborative collaborative like environment to where we help one another achieve those goals. Um, and I think I say this for all of us is that if you do have any, any ideas for any, I know, Harjit, you just talked about how Nishkam Seva is very much driven, like the programming is driven by the members. So if you do have ideas that you want to share and have, especially if you're like a freshman and you, if you have an idea uh, that you think should could help out here at Davis or in the community as a whole, um, feel free to go to any club that you feel comfortable with taking the idea to. Um, don't just, if you're a part of one club, don't just, if you think that there's a, there's an, uh, an idea that um, SCA can, can take in, on board and try to make by all means, like go out there, reach out and have, have that happen. Um, don't be afraid. That's the one thing I I'll give as my personal advice to folks. It's just, just, you won't have an answer until you go out there and actually look for an answer. So don't think that you have, like, don't prejudge a situation and give yourself an answer. Cause you honestly, sometimes you can be right. Right. And I've, I've been right when I've doubted myself and given the answer of doubt, self-doubt, but most times I've been wrong. So Please don't be afraid. Please, uh, if you have any ideas, please share them. Uh, I think I think that goes for all of us. And again, uh, for us, for JMC, uh, follow our Instagram page. That is where most of our information comes. Um, it, I'll be getting your guys' information for your guys' clubs, and I'll be adding all that to the description along with all the other links. So please, if you're on YouTube, please click the description and all of the links for all of the um how to reach out to these clubs and also how to reach out jmc uh will all be in the description so please check that out afterwards um and again i just want to say thank you everyone uh for all the amazing support and all the amazing love uh being in person has has been has been amazing um but i always wanted to say like all all jmc events will be covid safe so if you have any fears about that please uh, we are trying to do our best to be COVID safe as we will. And I think all of us are because we just read. The, I think that's 
just a simple basics that all of us are are going to take on. But before we do uh, wrap up, I just wanted to let if there's anything you guys want to talk about, any final remarks or anything. <laughs> if not, then we can we can just call it there because I know we've been going on for a while now. Um, you guys have any RG? If you, I know you just unmuted, so. Yeah, I just wanted to say, first of all, that like, I absolutely agree with you that, um, you know, it's really nice, the community that we formed at UC Davis, and of course, Nishkanth, if she would love to always collaborate with SCA, JMC, any other, you know, Punjabi club on campus, but feel free to reach out uh, to any of the clubs, like Gurinder said, and, you know, we're more than happy to have you join our, be part of our community. Yeah. Um, with that, I think I'm just going to wrap it up and say, um, Thank you everybody for listening. And again, we're available here on YouTube if you're watching the video version, uh, but we're also available on Spotify, Apple, and Google. If you wanna turn off your phone and still listen, that is the best avenues to go with that. Um, and we also, like last episode, I had announced that we do have an Instagram page for the podcast itself. That's where we'll be doing a lot of the uh, information for the podcast directly on there. Uh, so definitely please go and follow that and stay up to date on there. But without that, I just want to, again, say thank you to our amazing speakers and our guests that came, uh, making time in your guys' busy schedules to join and talk about your guys' clubs and just share your guys' passion that you guys have to give back to the community and be a part of your clubs. But with that, uh, Waiguji Kakalsa, Waiguji Kifate. Thank you.